still do not like the University of Alabama. I don't like Alabama. I don't like the football team, the basketball team, the intramural teams, the cheerleaders, the tennis, the golf clubs. I, I don't like nothing at the University of Alabama. And I was really pulling for K-State to beat the brakes off of y'all. They had one job, one job. They dropped the ball. Hey, let's get this thing started, family. Let's get this thing started. Welcome to Plugged In, to where we plug you in with the information that you need in order to help you be successful. And I know that, um, I, well, earlier in the week, I had been promising everybody that I was going to drop this info. I was going to plug you in with this info. Man, my do-rag is all wopsided. See, that's how hard I've been working for y'all. My do-rag is wopsided. But, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Um, I have been working on this and working on this for a while now. And I wanted to give you guys this info because we're actually talking about you do not want a tax return. Now, and I know that threw a lot of people off. And a lot of people have been sideways with me saying, I don't want no tax return. I want my money. That right there, that statement right there, you want your money. So let me start this off by saying this right here. I want you to grab your pen and paper. Whether you're watching it live or you're catching it on the replay, I want you to grab your pen and paper because I'm going to be dropping so much info. I'm going to be plugging you in with so much info. It's going to be like, it's going to blow your mind. All right, let's start this off like this. The reason why, one, you don't want a tax return, ladies and gentlemen, we are already overtaxed a hundred different ways from Sunday before you even get your paycheck. You're taxed uh, FICA, FICA. Don't nobody even know who FICA is. You tax from the state, you tax from the feds, you tax from the city, you tax, uh, uh, you're getting your uh, your uh, unemployment cut coming out of there. Uh, if you're paying in the unemployment, uh, you're getting uh, um, you're getting your insurance cut out your check. You're getting, uh, um, I mean, just look at your check stuff. Then that's what you have left. Now, after you get your net income, then, if you are a religious person, then you're paying your 10% charity or your 10% tithes and offering. That money is gone. Then, you go to your grocery store. You're getting taxed again for groceries. Then, you go get gas at the gas station. You're getting taxed again. Then, God forbid, you got to go buy clothes or shoes, work boots, 
uh, things like that, you're getting taxed again. Then, oh man, I want to treat my wife and treat my family out to a nice meal. Guess what? You're getting taxed again. So you have been taxed so many different kind of ways, and they didn't even buy you dinner. You just had to bend over and take it. And so we work all year long because we've been programmed and conditioned. We work all year long trying to finagle and work the system some kind of way so we can get a big tax return at the end of the year. Now, think about this, ladies and gentlemen. You have struggled for 12 months. Now, for those of you who have uh, homes, don't forget, you're getting taxed on that because your property tax. If you're renting an apartment or renting a house, you're getting charged a rental tax. Mm. Let's not forget this. Every time you pay your car note, your boat note, your, your motorcycle note, there is another tax. We are the most taxed country in the modern progressive world. Now let's get back to it. Just wanted to show y'all just how much y'all get taxed. So at the end of the year, you work your system and you're trying to find all kinds of ways to how you can uh, get some of this tax, this money back. Now, you don't get money back. Let's get this off the Let's understand this already. They're not paying you. Well, yeah, you're getting money back. They're not paying you. That's what you overpay. You overpay. Now, we're going to be doing some numbers in this because I want you guys to understand and see how this game actually even works, ladies and gentlemen, because it's a cold game when they came up with this taxation system. Now, I'm not telling anybody to not pay tax. Well, I'm not telling anybody to avoid not in that sense of just not paying nothing. You want to show why you don't have to pay. And not only why you don't have to pay, you want to show why I need my money during the year. D-U-R-I-N-G, during the year. I don't want to have to wait 12 months to get back four, five, six, seven thousand dollars. When you break that down, let's just say you're getting back. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna shoot the gap, shoot the middle, and say we get it. You get it back about fifty-five hundred dollars, right? Fifty-five hundred dollars on your federal income tax return. Uh, we're not even gonna worry about the state right now because the state is always smaller than the feds. So we're gonna say you overpaid fifty-five hundred dollars on your federal income tax. Ladies and gentlemen, you divide that by 12 months. That's $458 that you, you mean to tell me you couldn't use that $458 during the year, every month? Yes, you could have. That $458, ladies and gentlemen, could have been a utility bill that you didn't have to point shade parts of the, the, the utility bill money out for. That $458 could have went for uh, your car note or your truck note. 
That $450 could have went toward a, a, a washer or a dryer or to put down on a refrigerator. So if you had to use that $458 every month as opposed to waiting at the end of the year to get it, but I'm going to show you how to do that. Now, a lot of people are, are mad and upset um, with various wealthy people because they pay lim uh, little to no tax. But that's the game. I'm going to give you an example. Remember when Donald Trump was running the first term against Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, and, and, and this uh, the comedian um, Dave Chappelle made this a joke, but it was so profound and deep. Donald Trump said, the system is rigged. And everybody was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. The system is not rigged. And so Bill, Bob Wallace, Bill Wallace, Bob Wallace, I can't think of the name of the commentator. I know it's Wallace. He came back and said, well, Mr. Trump is that too. How do you know? He said, I know that it's rigged because I use it. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, was filthy number one. There is, Donald Trump has claimed bankruptcy more than any other business person I've ever known and never had to pay any taxes and never had to pay any other debt that he has. Now, he made the joke being sarcastically with that New York attitude. He said, that doesn't make me dumb, that makes me smart. Which, he was telling the truth. Why should I pay taxes when I don't have to pay taxes. Mm, think about that. Why should I pay when I don't have to pay? And if they want me to pay my fair share of taxes, change the tax code. Stop right there. Stop right there. That's what will never change, ladies and gentlemen, because the rich won't continue to be rich. If they're going to pay their fair share, that means you got to go back and change the IRS entire tax code and not take these little crumbs that fall off the table for us with all of these little bitty, little bitty intricate things. Now, the average person could actually get more than just like with the example that we use, the person who's getting back into 500. I can easily turn to 10,000 if we kept up with everything as an itemized deduction that we spend our money on during the year. If, if we actually had an LLC business that we can write off all of those itemized deductions as expenses that we didn't earn any money on. Ooh, if you own rental properties, or you're buying, if you're in the real estate game, if you always roll that money over into the next venture capital or, or the next venture, you don't have to pay any taxes on it because you don't claim it as earned income. Let me tell y'all something. Else. This is what's going to get deep. This is what's going to get deep. If you do not claim it as earned income, you do not have to pay taxes on it. Anything more than over $10,000 is earned income. That's what you have to report. That's what the bank is going to report. That's what the IRS is going to hit you in the head for. 
if you keep those transactions under 10 grand and keep that money as invested money, it's not earned. You didn't pocket it. Ooh, let that sizzle in your spirit. Now, we're keeping this with business because. As, as always, I plug you guys in with, I haven't been telling you guys about starting your own business and getting your own LLC for absolutely nothing. There is a reason why you take all of your liabilities and sell them to your business as asset because now you can write them all off. This is what the average person, even the business owner, your average business owner, there's some people that's been in business for a long time and they don't if you have a home-based business, let's just say you have you are in the MLM market. You sell Mary Kay, you sell paparazzi, you sell Tupperware, you sell Tahitian Noni juice, kombucha juice, you sell uh, uh, Ginzu knives, if you're selling uh, vacuum cleaner, if you're selling a cure, uh, uh, not a curate, but uh, I forget the name of that expensive vacuum cleaner, if you're selling those under the MLM marketing brand, Create you an LLC. Now, these are all home-based businesses designed and created for you to do at home to earn extra money. It's just where the wealthy don't tell you that. But the people who own these organizations, they know. You can write off your entire home. Yes, you can legally. I don't believe it. You ain't got to take my word for it. Go back and research it for yourself. You can write off your whole entire car. Now, it's a complete tax write-off if that vehicle is over 6,000 pounds, thanks to George Bush Jr. Everybody out here trying to buy all of these little small compact cars and all this little kind of stuff, and you can't write none of that off. Now, unless you study, you still can sell it to your, your business as a company vehicle, but the exemptions and the tax breaks that's on that little small uh, Mini Cooper that, you, that you, you're using as your company vehicle is not going to be as good as that F-150 or that F-250 or that F-350 or that Chevrolet 3500, 2500 or that van or that Sprinter van or the, the Ford Transit. Now, think about this, ladies and gentlemen. A Ford Transit 2500 van is now your new company van. You wrap that in your company logo. It meets the criteria and the threshold for being tax exempt. You get all of your gas back that you spend. Oh, I'm just telling you what God loves. All the gas money that you put into that van, think about that. How much money did you spend on gas? Now, the way the wealthy play this, the wealthy don't take this money back as a tax return. They get to collect this money and start paying stuff off. Because if, if, if you if you have that, that, that transit van, that 2500 3500 or that Sprinter van, and that van is now a working asset for you and your business, all of those 
fan notes and, and car payments and all of that stuff that you've been making on that, you get all of that back. What? So my question to you is, why are you still selling out car note money and you're not getting nothing back from it? You're the average American person in your work. You're making thirty to forty-five thousand dollars a year. You just spent seven thousand of that in car note money, and you can't get not a dime of that. That's just a car note. We're not talking about the other five thousand dollars plus, maybe ten thousand, because some of y'all be riding around without no purpose. That ten thousand dollars you spent on gas. And y'all know, some of y'all spending $100 a week on gas. And that's 52 weeks. So let's just say $7,000 in car note, $5,200 in gas, uh, oil changes, tires, tire rotation, and God forbid if any other mechanic work had to happen to it. So you're looking at twelve dollars to $15,000 a year just in one vehicle. Now you deduct that twelve to fifteen thousand off of that forty five hundred that you're making, so now you have thirty thousand dollars a year, and you can't get none of that back right now because you don't understand how to play the game. A lot of people don't want to play the game because they're not disciplined themselves enough to keep up with all of that paperwork. Now, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to QuickBooks. Thanks to QuickBooks, all you have to do now is just take a, a picture of your receipt and it automatically files it in the QuickBooks for you. Ain't that something? That's the best thing that happened to a business owner since sliced, I mean, since a, 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 a debit card. QuickBooks, automatic. So now you don't even have to keep up with the poor man's way of doing uh, 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 accounting. Because I'm going to tell you what, 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 what uh, um, uh, came up. And people got smart on that because I've been, I've been, I have been doing poor man's accounting for a lot of years. A lot of years. But now they have come up with vanishing ink. You can't keep receipts like you used to keep receipts back when I first started doing this. It comes on that waxy paper now. It comes on that waxy paper. And then after a while, the ink starts to fade off of it. And you don't know what that was that was on that receipt. Uh -huh. You think that was by accident, ladies and gentlemen? You think that was by accident? So now you can't claim something that's not printed on there. So what did we do? We got smart. We started swiping that credit card and debit card every time. And then now you have to download your uh, uh, your statements every month. And then we just started going in with a highlighter. Uh-huh. See, that receipt that had the vanish ink on there? We just highlight this right here. This is the business. See, years ago, you used to be able to take the receipt. Write on the receipt. I used to do this all the time. I still do it sometimes. You write on the receipt, uh, entertain business client, uh, had business dinner, business lunch, uh, uh, or this is entertainment expense, uh, gas expense, uh, uh, 
uh, stayed in the hotel, uh, did a uh, um, did a, a speech uh, in South Carolina, stayed at this hotel, hotel expense. I used to do all of that. Now, quick books, take a photo, Boop, automatically power. Now, the thing with receipts, ladies and gentlemen, and a lot of people, again, a lot of people don't take advantage of this and they're throwing away a lot of money is because they don't want to keep up with all those receipts. Now, you don't, but you have to keep up. You don't have to physically keep up with receipts, but you got to remember, you got to reprogram your mind to start taking photos of all of this stuff that you're spending money on. I don't even care, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the club making it rain. You go to the ATM, you pull out $350, you take a picture of that $350 withdrawal. Or, well, if you pull it out of the bank, it's already going to be on your on your card statement. So, but you got to make sure that you go on there and highlight that $350 withdrawal, withdrawal and write entertainment expense. And then you can go on there and throw up, you think these rappers. Well, I'm going to say, yeah, these rappers do because they don't. But a person who will learn something, like me, I'm going to get that $350 back. I'm going to get that $350 back because it was an entertainment expense. So now I can go in there and ball. Oh, this is how we able to ball like until we fall. Because it's a tax write-off as an entertainment expense. This is how a lot of people are able to buy cars that they, uh, this is how a lot of people are able to buy your dream car because they bought it under the business, uh, business name. Now, let's get out. Why do you want to want to pay tax? These are all little things in a deep dive. On a deep dive on why you don't want a tax return. Now, you don't want that tax return to come back because, ladies and gentlemen, that means you're overpaid. Take that money instead of waiting at the end of the year, get that money during the year because I'm quite sure you can use it during the year. The average person who gets a tax return don't do nothing with that money except blow it. You're sitting on $5,500, one of us on cash, and we buy everything of what we supposed to buy. We don't pay off no debts. Some, 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 some don't pay off no debts. Some go shopping. Some people paying off the Christmas debt from the, year, the month before. And then understand how the game works. Now, I'm not knocking none of my tax preparers and all of that kind of stuff. I'm not knocking them because I respect the game. I respect the game. And I do believe you do need to have somebody that knows how to work your tax return. But the way that the mindset of the, uh, the average person is today, you can $5,500 back. They didn't already work your numbers up. You can $5,500 back. And then they tell you, now, uh, this is part where they say, well, yeah, you're going to get $5,500 back. Okay. How much was your fee? Oh, my fee was $275. Really? 
do you want this back in, in three days or you want this back in a couple of weeks? Some of them don't even ask if you want to if you want to wait to get it back the regular way to keep from getting that advance. Some of them just go ahead and run it because that's the tax preparer's extra money. They don't charge you two seventy five to do the taxes. Then they don't hit you in the head for another three hundred and twelve dollars for filing it rapid. We don't even call it rapid, but to get that electronic check. Now let me understand. Let me let y'all some understanding about that game. An electronic tax return here. That tax preparer has already gone to the bank, and they have already borrowed up to a hundred thousand dollars in cash. They take that $100,000 and set that off in a reserve account. That's what they are paying you, you, the taxpayer. They're paying you out of money that they've already loaned or borrowed. So now they got to pay that money back. Now, the overall goal here is to pay that $100,000 back over the next four months because that's the tax season. So they got a short-term loan on $100,000, but now they're charging you an extra three twelve. dollars So not only are you paying extra money to pop for them to pocket, but you're paying off their loan, too. Oh, dang. So nasty. The game is so nasty. I respect it. Like, 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 like my man, uh, uh, Baby, I respect it. You got to put some respect on their name, now. You got to put some respect on their name. So they just hit you for uh, almost $600 to file your taxes. So out of $5,500, but it was $6,100. It might have been $63. Ooh, that thing is nasty. The game is nasty. But we don't think about that because all we're looking at is the 5500 we get. But you just gave away another five dollars $600. Mm. Look at that. Look at that. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? In the form of a tax return. People have gotten in trouble for trying to claim babies that ain't yours. Let me drop this seed on you. So just so y'all know, find you an adult that's on Social Security that's not working. You will get away with that quicker than you could we be trying to claim babies. And all you got to do for that adult person, take them a bag of groceries once a week. Huh? Keep that receipt. Take a picture of it. Well, you done went over there and gave these people some groceries. Uh, you can go to the Dennett Can Store. Go in there and spend $20. $20, $25. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know where you live, but where I live, we have a place called, it's like the Dennett Can Store. It's stuff, cans, it's exactly what it's called. You know, the boxes are Dennett, the cans are Dennett. It just don't look eye-appealing. It doesn't look eye-appealing on the shelves that you made the new shelves for. So, they sent them off to this place called the Dennis Anderson. Take, take the elderly people some of those groceries over there. One, you're doing something good for somebody. 
good, comes back on good. Keep your karma good now by taking some of that stuff over there. You know, pay twenty twenty five dollars. You can buy a lot at the dentist can store for twenty five dollars. You can buy a lot. We just went through the coldest spell that I know of. Somebody could have went to the Goodwill, spent five dollars, bought or spent fifty dollars, bought ten coats for five dollars a piece, and passed them out. To the homeless people that's out here freezing the death. That's a tax write-off. Tax write-off. Did you even know that the stuff you donate to the Goodwill or the Salvation Army is a tax write-off? But now y'all just throw that stuff in there. Man, I want my, I want not any. I want all mine. I want all of mine. I bought it. I spent my money on it. I don't care if it don't fit anymore. I'm donating it. That it has value to somebody. Even if it don't have value to me, it has value to somebody. So I get my money back or a portion of my money back. Did you know that your ties and offering and your charity at the mosque or the synagogue is a charitable expense, is a charitable deduction? You can get your money out of that. Some of us don't even know, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when you have a business and you're buying boots, clothes, uh, socks, underwear, whatever the case may be, if you have a business and you need all of this stuff to work, when you're wearing suits, that cologne or perfume that you're spraying on, Wipe that business card. You need that to operate and run your business. When you're getting your hair cut, fellas, sister, when you're sitting in that chair for five, six, seven, eight hours, God knows that still blocks my mind. I was trying to sit in a chair that long. You need that to operate and conduct your business. You can't handle business looking like the customer. You can't be the hustler looking. Oh, that's a good slogan. That's what that's going on the future. You can't be a hustler looking like a customer. So your hair, your nails, your pedicures, your your manicures, your massages. You need all of that stuff in a tax deduction because I hey look. If I don't get a rub down and get my feet rubbed, man, I, I I'm cranky. I can't conduct business. I got a bad appetite. Like it's a game. Like it's a game. Lionel Rich's wife, Lionel Rich's wife, <laughs> what, the ex-wife, has a $300,000 a month deduction. Oh, this woman riding on vacation, listen, going on vacation, ladies and gentlemen, that's a tax deduction if you have a business. I'm telling you what, you just turn that vacation into a business retreat. We talked about that in another podcast. You take your, your camera, you take your cell phone, and you do videos. Instead of you going out there, laying up on the beach, baking and burning, getting sand in every crack and crevice of your body, go out there and uh, uh, advertise your people, hey, man, you ever heard of digital target marketing? 
and you put them on screen. I ain't never heard of that. What's that, man? Oh, well, we teach people how to use the platforms of social media and generate and create a passive and a residual income. Oh, now I got documented proof. This is a business retreat. This ain't no vacation. I just so happened to get it in on my downtime. So nobody works for 24 hours a day. Huh? You just turned that vacation into a business retreat. Instead of you trying to pinch pennies and save your money and staying at a super eight, now you can stay at the W and write it off. And write it off. Now, some people will say, man, you can't do that, man. Y'all be doing all that stuff. Man, y'all follow Muhammad. Muhammad don't have y'all. See, let me tell you something. In the words of Nipsey, stop listening to people that think they can go back. Stop listening to people who haven't been where you're trying to go. I heard Bishop T.D. Jake say this, too. Bishop T.D. Jake said this right here. Don't listen to somebody. And that's where you putting the level of standard. Because that means you're devaluing yourself. So if somebody, don't listen to somebody who don't have a business. I don't listen to nobody that don't have a business. You can't tell me nothing. I'm sorry. Call it what you want to. But if you haven't been where I'm trying to go, how can you tell me how to do anything? A lot of people will put their fear off onto you. And again, think about that. When people put their fear off onto you and tell you not to do something, you just became like them. So what makes you authentically you if you're doing what somebody else is doing that haven't done what you're trying to do? Mm. Oh, y'all two on that perspective, they got flavor. How can you take the advice of somebody who haven't had a business, who don't have a business, not even trying to start a business, but they telling you how to run your business? How can you take the advice of somebody? See, listen, let me tell you something. The reason why I can tell y'all about this taxation game is because I've been playing this game for seven years. Seven years. I ain't like this. I always tell my clients and my students, look, I don't tell you nothing that I'm not doing myself. Am I rich? No, hey, rich. But do I be paying all of that extra money and don't get nothing out of it? Nope. I don't care if you rent the house, you need to talk to the person who owned that house and say, hey, look, I need to switch this rental uh, agreement into my business now. My company is now going to rent this house for me. Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You're still going to be paying the same amount of rent, but now you just turn that house that you've been paying rent on, or that apartment you've been paying rent on, which is a liability because you haven't gotten nothing out of it. You're just paying rent, paying rent, paying rent. When you put it under your business name, now it's tax deduction. Now you're going to be earning Oh, this is what the wealthy people have been doing and not telling nobody else how this game works. That car, that truck, 
uh, a lot of people went out there and they got chargers and they got some L cats just paying money, paying money, paying money, paying money, and you're not getting anything out of it. And you're struggling and fighting just so you can make the payments so you don't have to have bad credit. But when you go to that dealership and say, hey, listen, my business is going to take over the payments on this car. First thing they're going to tell you is, no, you can't do that. Yes, you can. The hell I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. And then I'm going to let the, my company not just pay for it. I'm going to exercise my lease option. Ooh. gonna lease it. My company's gonna lease it and then they're gonna loan it to me to use as a company tool. You just turn that car into an asset. Now you can ride with the wolf. Go out there and get that Range Rover now. It's a company asset. Sitting up there trying to look good in a in a in a in a Honda Accord with some rims on it. Don't nobody care about that. Go out there and get that Maybach. Go out there and get that Maserati. And put your company name up on it. And then, listen, everything comes back in your company. The insurance is under the company name. The car note is under the company name. The house note is under the company name. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It don't affect your credit. It don't affect your credit because your business got it. So this is why wealthy people don't worry about credit. We're going to talk about that when we get into residual income and passive income. Wealthy folks don't worry about no credit. Wealthy folks don't care about health insurance. The only thing they're concerned about is life insurance. Because you can't get any money out of a health insurance policy. It's all liability. But that life insurance policy and that's the best part about the tax game on life insurance. They can tax that money. Mm. Oh, I'm just telling y'all what God loves. They can tax life insurance money. That's in the law. This is why they take advantage of it. And we are the ones, the middle class and the lower class, are the ones that fund in the country because we don't know the game. So when people tell y'all, man, y'all better stop listening to Muhammad, man, Muhammad gonna have y'all locked up. <laughs> Shut up, hater. You're a hater. You gotta be careful of people who show clap. And you gotta be careful of people who tell you not to do something and they ain't never done it. That's a hater. That's the quintessential definition of what a hater is. I can make that word up. That's a real hater. That they tell you not to exercise your fullest potential. Now, let me tell you. Let me ask you. Chris Stanley Moore is going to make no So, think about this. How can you be a child of the most highest God or whatever you believe in and you're not living your best life? Mm. It ain't nowhere in the scripture that said <laughs> you got to be. Poor and broke. We gotta check ourselves and what we believe and how we've been taught. 
some of us have been taught that mentality for so long, we think that we got to wait till we die before we get our reward. The devil is in life. Yeah, that's as wrong as two left shoes. I don't care who you are. Then people come back and they talk about the man. You got to you can't take none of it with you, but I can show a little good while I got it. We have to listen, ladies and gentlemen. And we're still talking about taxation. While you don't want a tax return, you want that money during the year. You want it during the year. Because that's when you need it during last year. You don't need to wait 12 months. 12 months to get the same amount of money you could have been using during the year. That's four or five. We use the illustration. So I gotta go back and check out the research. Because we use the illustration if you're getting fifty five hundred dollars a month, that's four hundred and fifty eight dollars with fifty five fifty five hundred dollars at the end of the year tax return. That broke down to four hundred and fifty eight dollars a month. If you divided that by twelve months. You can you can you telling me that y'all can use that four hundred and sixty dollars during the year? What could have you paid? With an extra four hundred and sixty dollars, oh, I could have paid. I could pay a whole lot back. But we are programmed and conditioned that man, and we hoop and holler, and it's, it's, it's Christmas all over again. Christmas is two months now, December and January, because December you done went in debt, spent, bought a whole lot of stuff that you really ain't enjoyed. Then it wasn't even out playing. Man, when I was coming up, oh man, Christmas month, we was up at the crack of dawn, and we was outside playing with our stuff. Rain, sleet, snow, in the middle of it, we was outside playing. I go out to do Christmas day, ain't nobody outside. <laughs> ain't nobody outside. Ain't no children on no bikes, no skateboards, no skates, nothing. Everybody's still in the house. Spent all of that money and they ain't even playing with it. Some of these children are even with their men, they're so ungrateful. Woo! But now, again, Christmas is December, then you get the income taxes, you hurry it up and try to file and get that money back. So that Christmas is in, and you're going to spend more money on stuff. Some people are going to buy the stuff in December that they couldn't get in January. They're going to buy the stuff in January. At income tax time that they couldn't get in December. Ain't that the craziest thing? And then right behind that, you still gonna be turning around saying it's all no February, March, April, May, June, July. You just got fifty five hundred. Are you gonna sit that fifty five hundred dollars and pay your car notes up for a year? And then now you still got that same four hundred and dollars working for you during the year because your car notes are in mm. I do not look for a tax return. If at all, I, if, 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 even if I hadn't paid in enough, my goal is to pay under a hundred. Under a hundred. When you look at it like this, Donald Trump just did the uh, Congress just released six years of Donald Trump's tax return. Think about that. And this ain't political. I'm showing y'all how wealthy people play the game on income taxes or, or 
year, six years of tax return, he's only paid $760 in six years. How much did you pay? I bet you a dollar to a dime. You paid. Well, one, even if you got a return, you overpaid. Look at it like that. You overpaid one year, and he still paid less than you in six. Get that sucker in your spirit. One year, the uh, Congress said he paid seven hundred and fifty dollars for two years. Two thousand, uh, I think it was two thousand uh, uh, sixteen or seventeen. Two years, seven hundred and fifty dollars. No, it was, it was 2007 and 8. Well, I can't remember the exact uh, year. I can't remember. One year within that time frame, he didn't pay nothing. And another year, he paid $10. He made $100. He paid one point. He made $1.4 million, but he only paid $100 in tax. Right about that. He made $1.4 million. And out of 1.4 million, he paid a hundred dollars. And y'all think y'all big boss. Y'all understand how the game works. This is why he said he knows that the system is real. You don't go right as read. I wanna, I don't care about don't change nothing. I want to learn how to pay a hundred dollars. So, and that's what I've been trying to say over the past seven years. Because I've been playing this game, I figured out a long time ago. I didn't figure it out. I was taught how to play this game. I was taught how to play this game. And then after the first year, the first year, honestly, they audited me the first year. The first time I started doing it, I got audited. I was scared as a chick. Oh, I was nervous. Woo! Oh, I was nervous. I was, I was scared. I was scared. And I thought they were going to say, man, I'm going to do At that time, I was doing about, I was doing uh, $84,000 a year. For, I was working for a company called Centaur. And, and I was a, 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 a driver, a route driver. And man, the first time I, I laid it down, ooh, the first time I laid it down, my girls would call me because they had a tax company. He called me, he said, hey, cuz. He said, boy, what you doing? He said, ain't no way you got this kind of, this kind of money. I said, man, this is what I've been trying to tell you. He said, I don't work these papers twice. He said, the first time, the second time, he said, I, I found another seven eight dollars. I said, run it. I found it. Boom, they hit me with the arm. Get but then after it was over, that check came out. Ooh, I knew. I knew. Second year, I didn't. I didn't pay in anything. I didn't get nothing back. Yesterday, I wound up paying. I paid. I paid sixty-three dollars and twelve cents that second. They audited me again. I wound up over. I can live with sixty-three dollars. Yeah. I live with that. Wrote him a check. 
to get. You're three. You're four. Then I, I started adding uh, when I started learning about how to put my businesses in and get all of the exemptions and right now start everything off, I wasn't paying that. I was getting all my money. Next thing you know, I done bought a Jaguar and everything else. <laughs> hey, hey, life is good. But this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. That's why the best, one of the benefits of having your own business is all tax deductible. It's all right off. Listen, let me tell y'all something. If you are a truck driver and you're driving a truck, even though you're driving a truck for somebody else uh, uh, for another company, what you do, you go in when you fill out that application, you fill that application out of You got, you're a truck driver, especially if you have your own truck. It only works if you have your own truck. You have your own truck, but you want to drive for Walmart. You go into Walmart as a sub company, your company, that's getting uh, contracted through Walmart. And now, Walmart going to give you the delivery because they're pumping them out. You can do the same thing with Amazon. You can do the same thing with any big time retailer. That have their own logistics and, and, and their own warehouses. If you got your own truck and you're not subcontracting work through these other multi-billion-dollar companies, you're doing yourself a major injustice. A major injustice. Because that's too much. And your truck will be free. You can write that truck off. It, it, it don't hurt. When you got to get some thousand dollar tire on that truck line. It don't hurt no more. It don't hurt when you just pump in fifteen two thousand dollars in gas. It don't hurt no more. I, I think it's about seven hundred dollars you know, per per side. So you talking about fifteen or uh, fourteen, eighteen, uh, hundred dollars? It don't hurt no more when you feel that thing. When you when you pay that car note on that car or, or every month, it don't hurt when you pay. Let me tell y'all something. And this is uh, uh, one thing I want you to also pay attention. I'm gonna drop this in this. You want to pay attention more to state legislation, state tax laws, and federal tax. Federal tax laws don't change. It's your state tax laws that change year to year. In the state of Alabama. I don't know. Uh, a lot of my followers and listeners are uh, living in, in Alabama. I also have followers in South Florida. Florida, I mean, Alabama just passed a tax law to where they just increased your home property tax to cover the cost of new roads. It's one about electing the new senator and the new congressman. Now, I gotta pay attention to how the laws work. This is why when every Democrat gets into office and is that political, I'm just telling you how it is in the book. This is why every time a Democrat goes into office, everybody starts cringing.
of the state legislative, they've been the same for tax law and they've been the same That's the one thing that nobody with money wants to ever hear about. This business, we ain't talking about no politics. I don't care who you are. But understand, that's how it works. If you've been watching any type of election for the past 10 years, that was a joke. Republicans cut taxes. Democrats raise taxes. It's, that's just a part of the game. But it's not on the federal level. It's on your state level. And Alabama just jacked. They just hit y'all with a 4.5% on your property tax. And it was crazy to me because it passed. It passed. And I believe that it passed because most of the average voter didn't even know that that law was slipped in there. I think it was Amendment 1 or Amendment 2. Hmm? Passed. So you're going to see an increase in your property tax next year. And you're going to be like, man, why my, why my property taxes went up? Because y'all voted for it. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with Joe Biden. <laughs> he Democrat. <laughs> that woman that's the governor of Alabama is a Republican. And they just, oh, up, they just hit y'all in the pocket. But this is why it's important. Again, I don't care what they do in the world of taxing because I study how not to pay it or to break even. I don't claim anything as uh, uh, any, any it, you can only tax money when it is earned income. When you put it in that box as earned income, do not claim it as earned income. Roll it over into an investment. I'm just telling y'all what God loves. Let me, I'm gonna touch on this real quick and then we're gonna jump off here. If you're into the world of cryptocurrency and NFTs, now this is important. This is what the hoopla and the uproar is about, about NFTs and cryptocurrency. It is the decentralized, irregulated, unregulated currency. They cannot tax it until you pull it out of the crypto world and start spending that money into the United States promissory notes. This is what has the federal government upset, or I'm going to say the people upset. Wealthy people still play on this game. All right, we got a question. Alabama legislature is a Republican super majority. Yes, it is. That's why it was shocking to me that that law passed on the increase on property tax to pay for the roads and streets in the state of Alabama. That was a shock to me. Alabama is a Republican state and they slipped that right in there under this last election. <laughs> smooth, but they, they did it like a smooth criminal. Slid it right in there. So for people who have properties in the state of Alabama, y'all gonna see a property increase. A property tax increase. And it's going to be, you're going to be, man, where this coming from? 
but you did it this last election, but it's going to hit your pockets next year. Mm, they smoke with it. 4.5%, I think that's what it said. It was either 4.5% or 1.4%. I was looking at all of the states and the new taxes that, uh, tax laws that they was had on the uh, vote. And that was the smooth part about it. The smooth part about it was that they put it in the vote knowing that the average person didn't even know that the laws was on the agenda in the first place. So when they put it into the form of a vote, people just going in there checking off who they want to vote for to put them in the office. But they're not checking out those amendments, those referendums, uh, and those, uh, um, sometimes they call them Amendment 1, Amendment 2s, and then uh, Referendum GG, Referendum HH. The average person ain't going in there. Man, I got to get back to work, man. They just go in there checking out Democrat. Boop, 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 or checking out Republican. Boop, 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 boop. However they vote. They don't know nothing about the laws that they didn't put in there. Like with the state of Florida. State of Florida tried to slip a law in and I thought that this was terrible because for all of these folks who talk about they for the vets and all this other kind of stuff, they tried to, they, they, they had a law, uh, uh, a tax law that was on the vote, on the ballot in the state of Florida to where they was going to increase the property tax. This was one of them. It was one of three. Uh, it was going to increase the property tax to take care of the veterans. I thought that would have passed. As much as that gum Ron DeSantis be talking about how he for the military and all this other kind of stuff, but you just kick the vets in the butt who already living on a fixed income, who already have some type of ailment. It was it was the money that was being funded for the vets who uh, may have had uh, an injury or some type of disease related from being in the military they was going to increase the tax on property tax to give that money to the vets to take care of the veterans for the state of florida also uh if you was prior uh they had prior national guard on there prior reserve and the state of florida voted it down we ain't giving no vets nothing did nobody tell y'all to go in the military? That's what I hear every time a law that's dealing with your vets and your veterans that's kicked down. That's what I hear. We want y'all to fight and defend our freedoms, but we don't care nothing about... Let's get off into something else. Let's get back to the tax program. Because I was finna go in the weeds and start preaching. That's what I hate by hypocrites. Hypocrites to me is the worst type of person ever it is in the world. But anyway... Um, this is why it's so important for us to understand and look at the tax laws that's being changed on the state level. The federal laws don't change that much because the rich going to stay getting, keep getting richer. They're going to keep getting richer. But the federal laws on taxation don't change that much, but your state laws change all the time because that's what's affecting your bottom line or the money that you're going to be getting. And they hit you through your property tax, your state income tax, or your state tax. 
um, whether they're going to go to, I remember a long time ago, I remember as far back as Alabama had a 6% sales tax, then it went from six, then it went to seven. Now I think it's at nine right now. Crazy. Feds don't have nothing to do with that. That's all state money. So when I tell people about we taxed and we overtaxed and we already taxed too much, now you need to start looking for ways to not pay it or break even. We are the most taxed country in the progressive modern world. We taxed everywhere on everything. Now, to not pay it is not illegal if you can justify it or if you can explain. If you can explain it. The thing that's, that has never happened is nobody ever told us because a lot of times we have been exempted from that knowledge because the upper crust wanted to keep that reserved for them. But it's your middle class and your low and your, your the lower class that's paying all the taxes because these people up here ain't paying nothing. Think about that. Your middle and your lower class is funding the entire country. And these dumb Trump six years paid. I, I told you $760 when it was actually $850. One for two years. 10 and 11, I think that's the years was, he only paid 750 between those two years. Skip 12, skip 13, 14, he only paid $100. So in six years, he only paid $850. I want to know that game. I don't care whether you like him or not. I want to know how to pay $850 in six years. That he can tell me. I'll listen to him if he's gonna drop that game. And then they 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 showing in the tax return failed business after failed business after failed business. Now the one thing that they didn't say, which mark my words, he will not get any uh prison time for those tax returns that they released. He won't he's not gonna get in any trouble legally with none of those tax papers they going after the moral court of public opinion that's the only court that they can win those six years of tax returns off of and that's exactly what i'm telling you i want to know how he did it so i can start doing it i don't want to know what he did so i can start persecuting him i need to know that game But that's what they're going for because he's been doing it for so long. The man is a master at not paying taxes. Now, you can't get mad at somebody who has who is fully exercising in the parameters of the law. That's what he was telling Hillary Clinton. I know it's rigged. I know it's designed for people like me. It's, the system is designed for the wealthy. This country was built on the interests of the rich. It's always been like that. Why does that surprise people? 
the rich and the wealthy don't care nothing about the poor folks. Except you coming to work on time. <laughs> I'm just telling you what God loves. So this is why, this is why, again, we need to learn the strategies. Now, the first thing that I can tell you to do is put everything in your personal name under your business name. First thing you got to do is turn, get you an LLC. There is protection. There is legal, lawful tax protection by having an LLC. Even if you are a barber cutting hair, don't just go down there and get that little corny license that you can hang on. And you go to Dollar General and get a dollar twenty-five cent uh, uh, picture frame to put that little thirty-five dollar uh, uh, business license in there. Come on, man! We got to start thinking. We got to start thinking like business people if we want to be business people. Turn that barbershop into an LLC. Every individual barber in there needs to pay that $50 and get you an LLC license or registration. You get that LLC paper, your booth rent is now a write-off. If you are a stylist, I know some of y'all stylists out there in the world, man, y'all paying $135, $185 a week for that chair. It don't feel so bad now when you got to pay that booth space because it's a tax deduction. Now you don't have to keep going to, to uh, Walmart buying them wall clippers. Now you can go and get those Andes, get them top of the line, them, them turbo torque, whatever those battery powered clippers they cost now. <laughs> You know, now you can, it don't feel bad when you spend that money. Can I change my 20-year-old business to an LLC? Yes, you can LLC at any time. You can LLC at any time. This is what I would do. And, and this is an extra layer of protection. Um, You want to, uh, um, first, you want to have, you want to LLC the business that it is now. LLC that under the current name that it is under. Then you want to have a holding company that owns that one. That's your blanket of protection. That's like having a guard dog and a handgun at the same time. If the guard dog don't get them, the handgun will. So I would encourage you to do two layers. Uh, so the current business that you have now, you want to LLC that, and I can show you the, the best states that you can LLC in, uh, show you how to do that with absolutely, believe it or not, Teresa, you can LLC your company for $50. If you do it inside the state of Alabama, you're going to spend $450. And then an extra $150 every year after that. You don't want to do that. You want to spend $100 on two businesses. You're going to take your current business, make that an LLC and one and, and, and the state. And I'm going to show you how to get more money back. I'm going to show you how Alabama is going to pay you for bringing an out-of-state business to the state of Alabama 
people. It's sweet. This game is so sweet. Lord, this game is so sweet. Let me let me give you this real to you real quick. You're gonna take the current business, make that an LLC, and then you're gonna have your holding company, which is the owner of that LLC. Now, the best way for me to give you that understanding is Coca-Cola. All right, you have Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is his own company. Now, Dr. Pepper is owned by Coca-Cola. So if, if anybody tries to go after Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper is owned by Coca-Cola. So now you got to say, well, who owns Coca-Cola? Legally, that holding company is ran through the law firm and a lawyer cannot reveal attorney-client privilege. <coughs> it is against the law. In other words, you're going to send somebody down a deep rabbit hole. ABC, ABC company is owned by BCD company, and DC, BCD company is owned by CDE company. That's, that's how the wealthy people play this game. This is how when everybody started trying to sue, again, using Donald Trump, when all of those failed businesses that he had, and he filed bankruptcy, so he had to pay no money, had to pay no taxes, no nothing. Now, that's the kind of shady side of it. I don't want to be in the business of doing shady business, not to individual people that's paying and trying to feed their family, but I'll stick it to the government. I'm not telling you no lie. I will stick it to them every time because they've been sticking it to me for a long time. Now, it's not that they were sticking it to me. They were just taking advantage of the opportunity that I didn't know what I know now. So now it's time for me to do it to them. Now that I know. But that's what you want to do. You want to uh, take that business, LLC that one, and then go through you a lawyer. And uh, that lawyer is going to cost you $500 to drop them paperwork. And he is going to put his name on the holding company operating and acting in your best interest. Because, again, if anybody goes through that, try to come after you, they can't get Nathaniel. They can't get nothing because they don't know who to sue. And you can be sitting there riding around in the company car with your face on the side of it. Because when you do it do that way, you're not list you're listing yourself as an employee. This is how we get paid twice. You're getting paid as the owner and you're also getting paid as the employee, which is number 2. So when you file your taxes, you're going to file a 1040 Schedule C. Ooh, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy. I'm just telling y'all what God love. And it's all legal. Again, if you are in the, if you are MLM, if you are doing MLMs, paparazzi, uh, uh, Mary Kay, Avon, uh, I don't care what it is. If it's under that MLM structure, if you don't LLC your business and file that 1040 Schedule C, ooh, you're doing, you, you're cutting yourself out of thousands of dollars. Thousands. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm honestly, I'm telling you, honestly, you can be living a life free. This is why when, when we use the terms living my dreams and loving life, you can't love life when you're constantly under the threat of debt. You can't love your life. I don't, I, I don't even listen to people talking about, yeah, money don't make you happy. 
all right, well, give me all your money. I bet you I'll be happy when you give me all your money and we'll see who be sad. That's the dumbest statement that people can ever utter off their lips. Money can't make you happy. But you ain't, but you're not living broke. That is the dumbest thing. None of those people moving out their house, none of them people giving up their cars, none of them people won't give you all the money that's in their pocket. Well, if money's but money won't make you happy, let me ease your burden. Give me all your money. Let me release you of that weight if money can't make you happy. Because I know a lot of people, they happy as hell riding around in that Bentley than they is on the city bus. I don't want nobody coughing all on me. You don't know what's in the folks, man. Folks is nasty nowadays. Cleanliness is next to godliness. And it's a, I guarantee you that Bentley is real clean. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. Some people say stuff, well, the, the watching the sunset, that's free. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Because I guarantee you, you watching the sunset after you got off work. Nothing in this world is free. Or is freely, I can tell you what, I'm, and, and, and I might need to change that statement. Because it's free after you know how to play the game. That's when it's free. When you know how to play the game, it's free. I don't know nobody in no relationship with nobody broke. I don't know no woman who's going to stay in a relationship with a man who constantly broke and he ain't got no money. But they always say that dumb statement. Love, love don't cause nothing. Come on, man. You ain't staying with that dude because he... <laughs> anyway, taxes. This is what we want to do. Uh, you want to pay either no tax or you want to pay the absolute minimum. But to get a tax return, ladies and gentlemen, is not a good thing. Change that around. Learn the game. The first thing that I would tell anybody to do is start, once you turn your business into an LLC, and then once you create that holding company, that protects you. Then you want to get you a Quicken books. Uh, you can either go to Home Depot, not Home Depot, but Office Depot or Office Max and buy the Quicken program. Some, now if you got a smartphone, you can download Quicken uh, or an app that's compatible to Quicken. Download that on your phone. Then you take that, you take your LLC registration and then you go to the bank and you open up that business bank account. Yes, open up a business bank account. Now, when you listen to yourself as an employee and as the boss, you want to keep your personal checking account because now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to write yourself a check from the company. Ooh, this game is sweet. You're going to still pay yourself a check as if your boss writing you a check at your job. Write yourself a check, and then you're going to deposit that check into your personal account. Now, here's the thing. Your personal account, that's your money. 
when you have turned over your house to your company, when you've turned over your cars and your vehicles to your company and everything that you own is now owned by your company, that releases your burden of debt. So your money that you're making, the check that you write to yourself, that's your personal money. But now here's where it gets sweet. The money that you make through your business, you leave that into the business and you live off of the business money. Every time you go out to eat, whoop, swipe that company card. You got access to it because you're the employee. In my businesses, I list myself as the area manager. Because I got to pay the state tax. I am an employee working inside of that state, inside of that county, inside of that city. So I got to pay that as a subcontracted person. Now, this is where it gets sweet. All right. So I get my check. Boom. Put that in the bank. Live just like that. That's what I that's what my personal world. That's what I make. But the money that's in my company that take care of all of my company's obligations, my assets that have now I mean, my liabilities that have now turned to assets because I'm debt free. But the bill still got to get paid. So the house the cars, the uh, the utilities, all of that stuff is a tax deduction and write-off. At one point in time, if you had a home-based business, you couldn't write off the house. Now you can. At one time, you couldn't write off the utilities. Now you can because the house, the apartment, condo, whatever the case may be, is now being rented or bought by the company and not by the individual. That's where a lot of people make the mistake. They never switched it over to the company's name. They kept their house, their home-based business in their name because that's going to affect my credit. Rich people don't care nothing about no credit. Why are you worrying about credit when you got the money? Mm. So now, now this is where it gets good. When you file that company tax, income tax, the state that you're filing in, so let's say, uh, Sister Teresa, what's going on, uh, Exquisite MADM? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, the state that you're living in, let's just say uh, you, you incorporated your business out of Mississippi, all right? Mississippi, that Mississippi company has now brought a business to the state of Alabama and that company is now employing Alabamians. You get a tax break for hiring yourself in your business. Oh, I be telling y'all, man, this game is sweet. You hired yourself. Now, and this is what you have to do this. You have to do this. You create that application on Indeed. So your, your holding company has now put an application on Indeed. I don't care who all apply for it. You're going to hire you. I don't care who, who, who applies for it. When you post it up there on Indeed or whatever job service, you turn around and you fill out the application online and then you pull the ad down because you didn't hire it yourself. And you can go to Office Max, Office Depot and get you some, you can even print them out online. You can print out an employment application online for free, or you can go to Home Depot, I mean, Office Depot or uh, Office Max, 
Kinko's. You can go to any of those type of print companies and get them to print you off a, 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 an application. You fill that thing out as if you were going to a regular job. And then you file it. You send it in to the parent company. So now it's on record that you are an employee. They can't legally say that you own the business. Nobody can go through that lawyer. That lawyer is not going to break attorney-client privilege. That is the law. He cannot say who owns that business. So you apply for that. Now you are an employee working in there, and then you done gave yourself the, the, the title of uh, area manager, regional manager, whatever type of position you want to create. You're an employee. And you get up and you go to work. Every week, every two weeks, you cut yourself a check on the company's checks. You have authorization. Your name is on the signature card at the bank. You are authorized to write these payroll checks. And you, at the bank, write your check, go to the bank. Hey, I need put this and uh, deposit this in my account. It's going to go from your business account, your payroll check, go from your business account to your personal account. And then guess what? You do that for a whole month or however long you want to do it. Now, legally, all you have to do, well, not legally, but according to your bank, all you have to do is keep a $100 balance in there. Whatever that check balance is, you just you leave $100 in there and you slide that money back over to your business. <laughs> it's your money. You're doing like this. What, 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 what? It's your money. It's just circling around the same drain. And then your money that's coming to the business is still coming in, which you have access to. You got a company card, and then you got your personal card. Now, uh, uh, um, to sum this up and to wrap this up, because I've actually been on here a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I wanted you guys to understand that two things, two things primarily. One, get everything out of your name put it under your business name that protects you and keeps you from having to pay unnecessary tax Two, well, three things Two, stop looking for a tax return. That's not good. You don't, you want to pay, you don't want to get no money back or you want to pay as little as possible. Now think about that. Let that sit in your spirit. Cause I want to give y'all this as an example. You don't work all year and all you got to do is pay $60 in taxes. Mm. $60 in taxes. Everybody else that you know waiting till the end of the year to get a tax return, but you've been getting your money every month during the year. Who you think came out better? Your money is going towards your business and funding your business and paying for your business assets. They getting one lump sum check at the end of the month and they going, they going shopping. Who you think came out better? They got a plan a week. Now, and most people don't even take the full week vacation. They don't even take the full two weeks vacation. They take four days. It's going to take them all year to plan a four day vacation. It's only going to take you four hours to find out where you want to go and how you want to go. It'll probably take about four hours to book all that stuff up. But then your vacation is a business retreat and it's tax deductible. They stand at the Super 8 
or the Best Western and you stand at the W or the Lowe's or the Waldorf. I like staying in them hotels where you get them big old fluffy, furry uh, 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 house coats. Ooh, them things feel good. Where they literally got a mint on your pillow, a real mint, <laughs> and not none of that Dollar Tree uh, peppermint pa uh, sticks or peppermint candy they got in there. It's a, it's, a, it's a different feel. But yours is now a write-off and tax deductible. They can't even write off the best Western. This is how you're able to fly first class and not fly coach back there by the bathroom. This is how when you're in first class, they bring you the, the warm washcloth where you can wash your hands. You don't get none of that back there in coach. They actually give you the whole drink in first class. You got to split 12 ounces with the person sitting next to you. You can write yours off. They can't. You get all of these. All of these is all tax deductible and it's all legal. Hey, I'll see. Hey, you guys, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. I stay again. I stayed a little bit longer than I actually wanted to. Uh, but you can learn stuff like this. I teach, I teach all of my clients and my students this right here. You can learn this exact same thing. I teach everybody this right here. Through I teach everybody this through uh through my courses. Uh, I teach everybody this through my courses. Uh, this is Target Marketing and RDM Online. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking just five clients. I'm taking five clients. Five clients to do a free, a free course. And this is something I don't never do. I have never gave nothing free. But I'm taking five clients going into 2023. And then I'm going to show those five clients how to set themselves free and how to live life on their own terms and fire their boss. And then I'm going to have them come onto the podcast and tell you their personal testimony every month. And so they're going to give you a progressive report every month. So for those five students, hit me up at robert at rdbookrdfonline.com and let me know what your business is, your name and your contact information. The consultation is only 15 minutes for me to find out what business is going to best work for you. And we're going to set you guys up. So again, that email address is robert at bookrdmonline.com. Uh, we got one more comment. Uh, boom. Great info. Appreciate you, sister. I thank you for tuning in and supporting. Uh, uh, and again, when you get ready to set up your LLC, let me know. I'm going to tell you the best place to do it at, the most economical place to do it at. Uh, there's also some other things you would have to do in order to make all of that fit just well. Uh, but I'm going to show you how you can get you uh, an address in that state that's going to make you legal. Because you, you that's the one thing. You're not a citizen of Alabama. You're a resident of the state of Alabama. You are a citizen of the United States. So you can you can LLC your business in any of the 50 states and one territory. You can even you can even LLC out of Puerto Rico, which that's a whole different game because you get all kinds of tax breaks if you bring a business to the state uh, to the territory of Puerto Rico. You get a lot. I mean a lot. Of tax break 
if you have a business in the, in the territory of Puerto Rico. But you are a citizen of the United States, so you can set up a business in any other 50 states. And then you get paid. So let me know whenever you're ready to do that, and then I'll show you how to walk you through how to do it. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, again, taking five clients on. Taking five clients on to show them how this thing works. Trying to set somebody free in 2023. Oh, that's going on a t-shirt. Trying to set somebody free in 2023. I'll see you guys on the other side. Peace.